الإسلام ديني ومحمدا رسول الله ويقيني أدنو إليه ساجدا بجبيني اقبل صلاتي وللصواب الديني All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We praise Him and we seek His help and we seek refuge in Allah from the evil of our souls and the consequences of our actions. Indeed, whomever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides, none can misguide. And whomever Allah chooses to misguide, none can guide him back to the straight path. I bear witness and I testify that there is no deity worthy of worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I bear witness and I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his final prophet and his most perfect worshipper. As to what follows, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has reminded us in the Qur'an to have taqwa of him. When he says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ O you who believe, be conscious of Allah, the way that it is befitting you are conscious of him, and do not die except in the state of Islam. My dear brothers and sisters in Islam, of the most fundamental adhkar that we say day and night, and of the most blessed of these adhkar is the salawat that we give upon our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. In fact, Allah Himself commands us to send salat upon our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and He reminds us that He Himself has done so, and He has told us that the angels have done so. In that famous verse, "Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi." So in today's khutbah. I want to remind myself and all of you, what does it mean when we send salat and salam upon our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam? What are some of the blessings of this auspicious phrase that we utter so many dozens of times of a day? Abu Mas'ud Uqba ibn Amir said, Ya Rasulullah, Allah has commanded us to give salat upon you. And He has commanded us to send salam. We know how to give salam. How do we give salat upon you? This hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim, famous hadith. When Allah said, send your salat, so Abu Mas'ud said, how Ya Rasulullah do we send our salat? We know how to send salam and say salam. We know how to respond to salam. How do we send salat? And in this famous hadith, and even though many of us have never heard of the hadith, we all know it and implement it. He told us the famous Salah Ibrahimiyyah that we recite in our prayers. He said, say, O Abu Mas'ud, say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama sallayta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim innaka hamidun majid. This is the famous Salah Ibrahimiyyah that he commanded Abu Mas'ud to say and it is that famous Salah that we then invoke in our daily rituals. Realize as well, my dear brothers and sisters, that this is the more preferred way to say it. However, one may condense it and if you look at the dozens of a hadith about the salat upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam you find many variations you find shortened versions you find slightly different wordings and they all are the same so if you want to say the whole salah Ibrahimiyyah that is good and if you just want to say Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad that too is good and no doubt the more that you say the more rewarding that it is also my dear brothers and sisters today's khutbah is primarily taken from one of the most magnificent books ever written in our history about the salah upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
The famous scholar Ibn al-Qayyim, he wrote a magnificent volume. It's actually a very big volume. In the current print I have, it's almost a thousand pages. It's like 800 pages of text. One volume he wrote it, and it is called Jala'ul Afham. Fi Fadlis Salati ala Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam al-anam. And that is enlightening the minds of the people and understanding the blessings upon the Salat of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. In my humble opinion, it is the most comprehensive book ever written in our history about the blessings of the salah upon the Prophet and the meanings of the salah and the occasions to say it and Ibn Qayyim has done an amazing job to the best of my knowledge it's not available fully in uh, the English language nonetheless the khutbah will be based on that first and foremost we need to understand what are we saying when we say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad what does that mean what are the implications of this the word salah in Arabic language actually means to invoke to call that's why our prayer is called salah because we are invoking Allah, we are calling Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in the context of Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, our scholars have given a number of meanings of this salli over here. And they are all complementary. Of them, and the most common understanding, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad means, O oh Allah, have mercy on our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Muhammad. So salah here means rahmah. And the second meaning, forgive, maghfirah. And the third meaning, Imam al-Bukhari mentions in his famous book, Sahih al-Bukhari, he mentions uh, uh, a narration back to the student of Abu Huraira, uh, Abu al-Aliya. And he said, Abu al-Aliya said, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad means, O oh Allah, mention our Prophet sallallahu in the highest company of the angels. To mention the name, for Allah to mention the name is an honor. So for Allah to mention the name of our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that is a type of salah. And in fact, all of these meanings are essentially the same. Be- meaning, Allah azza wa jal mentions the name of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the company of the highest angels. And Allah azza wa jal forgives. And Allah azza wa jal sends his mercy. So all of this is incorporated. When we say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad, what we mean, O oh Allah, mention him by name. O oh Allah, send your rahmah upon him. Oh Allah, forgive him. O oh Allah, exalt his ranks. All of this is included in Salli ala Muhammad. And obviously we ask Allah because Allah is the source of mercy. And Allah is the source of rahmah. And Allah is the only one who forgives. Who else is going to forgive? And who else is going to have mercy other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Of what value is my mercy and your mercy? Of what value is my mentioning and your mentioning the name? When Allah azza wa jal is mentioning. So we make dua to Allah. Oh Allah, we want you to mention the name of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Indeed, all of us are mentioning his name but of what value is our mentioning compared to the mentioning of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. So we ask Allah to send his salah upon the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and also of course Allahumma salli ala Muhammad all of us should know the meaning of the word Muhammad. It fits perfectly with the salah upon him because when we say praise him when we say mention him, when we say exalt him, who is him? Who is he? What is his name? His name means the praiseworthy one. His name means the exalted one. Muhammad, the meaning of the word Muhammad is the one who is praised the most and the one who is praised the highest in all of human history. And no human being has been loved and admired. And no human being will be more respected and venerated on judgment day than our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in the famous hadith in Sahih Bukhari and other books that on judgment day, Thank you.
When Allah combines the awwaleen and the akhireen, when Allah combines the Muslims and the non-Muslims, when Allah combines all of humanity, and all of them are worried and scared, and they are expecting judgment day to begin, they will say, who amongst us will go and beg Allah to begin the judgment day so we can end all of this misery that we are in. So they will look and look and they will say, who better than our father Adam alayhi salam. So they will collectively go to Adam alayhi salam. And the hadith is very long. Adam will say, I'm not worthy of it. Go to somebody else. Go to Nuh. Then Nuh will say the same to Ibrahim. Ibrahim will pass it to Musa. Musa will pass it to Isa. Isa will pass it to our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And so all of mankind, the first of them, the last of them, the men of them, the jinn of them, the ins of them, the Muslim of them, the kafir of them, all of mankind without exception will unanimously appoint our Prophet wasallam, And he will go and intercede and that will be the time when everybody will praise him. And in this world, it is only the believers who praise him. And on judgment day, everyone will praise him. So indeed, he is Muhammad sallallahu meaning the one who has been praised the utmost. So we say, Oh Allah, send your salah upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa ali Muhammad. And upon the al of Muhammad. Who are the al? What is the meaning of the word al? Some people say that the word al is the same as the word ahl. And ahl means family. So they say the meaning of Al Muhammad is the family of Muhammad. And some people say no, Al and Ahl are not exactly the same. They are not exactly 100% the same. In fact, Al is broader than Ahl. And Al also includes those who support and those who are the followers and those who are the admirers. Why? Because the Arabic word Ala Ya'ulu means to return to. So anybody who turns to the Prophet as a reference, anybody who looks up to him as a role model anybody who takes him as the final guidance for all of mankind that is a person who is one of the al who has looked up to the prophet as a final authority therefore when we say oh allah send your salah upon the prophet muhammad and upon the al of muhammad this includes three things all of them are included number one Indeed, we are talking about the family of the Prophet meaning his uncles that are Muslims. Obviously, when we do this, we mean only the Muslim relatives. His uncles, his cousins that are from the Banu Hashim, that are from his relatives. This is number one meaning of Al. They are his family, the ones who supported him and are related to him. That is the Al. Number two, his wives and his progeny is also Ahl. They are the Al al-Bayt. They are the family of the Prophet And so we send Salat and Salam upon those whom the Prophet ﷺ loved. He loved his wives, he loved his children and grandchildren, and all of those children that come from the progeny of Ali and radiallahu and others, we send salat upon them. And even though in our religion we do not believe in something called holy blood or something of this nature, nonetheless, nonetheless, it is true, as our Prophet ﷺ said, that if a person's good deeds do not push him forward, his nasab or his lineage will not also push him forward. However, he said, on judgment day, every family and every tie of blood will be cut off except my family and my tie of blood. Combining between these two, our scholars have said, if a person is righteous and, and good, and he is from the family of the Prophet ﷺ, this is a double blessing. 
And if a person is unrighteous and ungood, then the fact that he is related to the Prophet doesn't make any difference. Abu Lahab was related to the Prophet didn't make any difference. So righteousness and piety is what is important. But if you have righteousness and piety and you are from the descendants of the Prophet this is double, nurun ala nur, better uh, than uh, not having that lineage. So Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad. Number one, the blood relatives. Number two, the wives and the progeny. Number three, the supporters and the ummah. All of this is included. So when we say wa ala ali Muhammad, we are also directly asking Allah salah upon us as his ummah, upon us as his followers, upon us who supported him, those of us who were alive at his time, the sahaba and those who came after and support his sunnah and follow his sunnah all of us are within that al allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad these are the three meanings of ali muhammad kama sallaita ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim as you have sent your salat and salam as you have given that blessing to ibrahim and upon the family of ibrahim now Somebody will say that how is it that we are asking the Prophet Allah Azza wa Jal to send his salat upon the Prophet to the same level as he sent his salat upon Ibrahim alayhi salam. And the response is, two opinions are mentioned here. The first of them, Ibn Qayyim mentions both of these. The first of them, we are not talking about quantity. We are not comparing Prophets Ibrahim and, and, and Prophet Muhammad even though if we were to compare them, there's nothing wrong with the comparison because out of all of the Prophets of Allah, there are only two that have reached the maqam of Khalilullah and that is Ibrahim alayhi salam and our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Out of all of the creation, the two that have the highest maqam are Ibrahim and our Prophet sallallahu And some have said that when this Dua is first revealed, if you like, in the beginning time of Salah time. In the beginning when Salah was legislated and the Sahaba are taught to send their Salah, some have said that the Prophet is still in the middle of his life and he is being told, you will be raised to the level of Ibrahim or around the level of Ibrahim. That is an interpretation and that is a valid interpretation. Another interpretation, which is also valid, there's not contradictory here, is, and listen to this, Ibn Qayyim says, when you look at Ali Ibrahim, who are the Ali Ibrahim? The Ali Ibrahim are all of the supporters of Ibrahim and all of the children of Ibrahim and all of the followers of Ibrahim and that is the entire Judeo-Christian Muslim tradition and all of the prophets who came from the Bani Israel they are from Ali Ibrahim so when we say oh Allah send the salah that you have sent to all of the ummas and to all of the prophets and to all of Ibrahim and the family of Ibrahim send it to one ummah and one prophet and the final messenger. Now we are talking about a huge difference. We are saying all of the salah that was sent to all of the ummas, Ya Allah, we want it for the Prophet wasallam and for his ummah. And that is a difference in quantity and quality. Because when you have everything, then you say, no, only for one. So we are saying the whole world and all of the prophets and all of the ummas, it is as if they got one share. And our Prophet wasallam sing single-handedly he got the entire share of all of them combined and this is another interpretation in both ways we are expressing the admiration and the love for our prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and for the fact that our prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the one who is getting the most of the salat and the salam out of all of mankind 
Then we say, Allahumma barik ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad. And barik comes from the Arabic baraka. And baraka means in Arabic ziyadatul khair, to increase the benefit, to increase the good. And Allah Azza wa Jal mentions in the Quran, وَبَارَكْنَا عَلَيْهِ وَعَلَىٰ Ishaq regarding uh, the Prophet uh, Ibrahim alayhi salam, that we sent baraka upon him and upon his son Ishaq. And Isa would make dua to Allah, Allahumma ja'alni waja'alani mubarakan aina ma kunt. Allah made me mubarak wherever I am. What does baraka here mean? Baraka here means the usefulness and the blessings of our Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Oh Allah, make the Prophet sallallahu alaihi blessed. Oh Allah, make him mercy for all of mankind. Oh Allah, make his presence good. Oh Allah, make his dhikr good. Oh Allah, make his sunnah useful to all of us. Oh Allah, wherever he went, whatever he did, make that beneficial to us. That is barik ala Muhammad. Oh Allah, make this man the barakah for all of mankind as Allah says he is indeed the rahmatan lil alameen so we ask Allah to make our prophet sallallahu mubarak which means whatever he did and whatever he left us with in following that is our blessing in following that will be our salvation wabarik ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad and of course with regards to barakah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explicitly mentions in the Quran that he has blessed Ibrahim and the family of Ibrahim. And subhanAllah, even if you're not a Muslim, you acknowledge that the Abrahamic tradition and Ibrahim as the universally respected figure in Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and the family of Ibrahim, and the prophets that came from Ibrahim, all of them are blessed. And the land of Ibrahim and the place where his children went to is a blessed land. So we ask Allah for that barakah upon our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So we say the same thing. وَبَارِكَ عَلَى مُحَمَّدٍ وَعَلَىٰ آلِ مُحَمَّدٍ كَمَا بَارَكْتَ عَلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِيمٍ وَعَلَىٰ آلِ إِبْرَاهِيمٍ The same thing applies here. Either we mean that, O oh Allah, as you did it to Ibrahim, not the same quantity, but like you did it to him, we know you did it to him, it's a fact you did it to him, O oh Allah, also do it to us and to our Prophet. Or we say, all of the barakah that you gave, to all of the nations and ummas, O oh Allah, give all of that to one nation and one prophet and one ummah, and that is our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Both of these interpretations are valid. Wabarakallahum ala Muhammad wa ala ali Muhammad kama barakta ala Ibrahim wa ala ali Ibrahim. Then we say, Innaka Hamidum Majid. We end this. Dua Ibrahimiyyah with two names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Indeed, O oh Allah, you are the Hamid and you are the Majid. And what does Hamid and Majid mean? And why do we choose these two names to end the Salah Ibrahimiyyah with? Hamid is, of course, we all know, even if we don't know the, the noun form, Alhamdulillah. Hamid, we know, we get an idea what it is. And Hamid is the one who is worthy of the ultimate praise. And that is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Oh Allah, you are the Hamid. When we ask Allah to praise the Prophet sallallahu let us not forget Allah is the source of the praise. Let us not forget Allah is the Hamid, not the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And that's a very important point. Subhanallah, some Muslims in their overzealousness, they go more than needs to go. And they say things that should not be said. And they misunderstand the Salah Ibrahimiyyah in a manner that is incorrect. And A'udhu Billah, I've heard this myself as well, that A'udhu Billah, the, the interpretation is almost like Allah Azza wa Jal Himself is A'udhu Billah type of worshipping. A'udhu Billah, this is wrong. Of course it's wrong. 
Salah here doesn't mean worship Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. It means praising him. It means mercy. It means forgiveness. Allah is the one who is worshipped. The Prophet is the worshipper. Let us not get confused between that. So at the end of the dua, we are reminded, إِنَّكَ يَا اللَّهِ You are the Hamid. We are not worshipping the Prophet Allah is not worshipping anyone. Allah is not worshipping any makhluk. How can he worship any makhluk? Oh Allah, you are the one worthy of worship. But your salah upon the Prophet is different than our salah to you, O oh Allah. Allah's salah is his mentioning and his praise and his forgiveness. Our salah is what we do in our salah. So O oh Allah, you are the Hamid. You are the source of praise. We praise you ultimately and unconditionally. You are the object of our veneration and worship not the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam we want you O oh Allah to bless our Prophet but we don't worship the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam you are the one that we worship innaka hamid our hamd goes to you O oh Allah our thana goes to you O oh Allah and you are also majid and majid is one of the most interesting names of Allah. It is in the Quran many, many times. Rabbul Arsh al Majid. Allah mentions Himself as the Lord that is Al Majid of the throne. And the meaning of Majid, actually, there's no one meaning. Majid is one of those words that has many, many meanings. And all of these meanings they center around grandness, around majesty, around grandiose. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is the most majestic of all who have majesty. So it is Allah Azza wa Jal who is is Majid. Allah Azzawajal is the one who has the majesty and he bestows on whomever he pleases. And in his wisdom, he has chosen to bestow that majd to the greatest level amongst the makhluqat to our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He has chosen and it is something that it is his will that he chose our Nabi and our Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to be raised up to this rank. Innaka Hamidun Majid. And that is why we finish the dua with these two names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this briefly is the meaning of the Salah Ibrahimiyyah. And before we conclude the first khutbah, very briefly, and again, this is a shortened khutbah of over 800 pages of Ibn al-Qayyim. Ibn al-Qayyim lists at least 50 different blessings for sending salat upon the Prophet ﷺ, all of them taken from a hadith. We'll just summarize them into five or six. First and foremost, for every salah that we pray to Allah to give our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Azza wa Jal returns the favor unto us ten times. مَنْ صَلَّ عَلَيَّ صَلَاةً وَاحِدَةً صَلَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ بِهَا عَشْرًا This hadith is in Sahih Muslim. Whoever asks Allah even once for salah upon me, Allah Azza wa Jal will give it to him ten times. So ten times Allah will return that salah back unto you. Number two, our Prophet ﷺ said, whoever sends salah upon me, ten of his good deeds, ten, sorry, ten good deeds will be written down. For one salah, you get ten rewards. And ten sins are erased. And ten ranks are raised up for him in Jannah. So in Musa Imam Ahmad. So when you say one salah, Ten good deeds are written. And at the same time, ten sins are forgiven. And at the same time, ten darajat are written for you. The third thing is that in the hadith of Ubay, that the Prophet ﷺ conversation happened between him and, 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 and this famous Sahabi, that the Prophet ﷺ said, if you send your salat upon me continuously, he said, in that case, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of all of your needs and all of your anxieties. All of your worries will be taken care of. So, when we are in distress, 
when we're anxious, when the world becomes constricted for us, we should send salat upon the Prophet ﷺ because the Prophet ﷺ said, when you do this, then Allah will take care of your anxiety. Allah will take care of your griefs in your heart. That's point number three. Point number four. Our Prophet ﷺ said that whoever sends salat upon me ten times in the morning and ten times in the evening, then it is obligatory for me to give shafa'ah for him on judgment day. So we should make this a part of our routine. Every morning after fajr, every evening after maghrib, we should send ten salawat upon the Prophet ﷺ. And of course, point number five, which is a very beautiful one and a very important one, our Prophet ﷺ said that Allah has delegated angels in this earth. They are wandering around and their only duty is to come and inform me who amongst my ummah has sent salat upon me. So when we say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad, some of the angels go and tell the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, Ya Rasulullah, so and so, the son of so and so, he sent salat upon you. So and so, the son of so and so, he sent his salat upon you. So what do you think is going to happen? The final point I'll mention, and again, this is not comprehensive. I can literally go for four, five, six khutbas, go over the book, but we don't have time. The final point I'll mention, our Prophet sallallahu was asked, Ya Rasulullah, who will be the closest to you? on judgment day who will be the aqrabun nasi ilayk on judgment day who will have the closest to you and he gave that simple response aktharuhum the one who sent the salat most upon me in this world that will be the one closest to me on judgment day my dear brothers and sisters how could we not increase the salat and salam upon our prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam may Allah bless me and you with and through the Quran and may he make us of those who its verses they understand and who applies halal and haram throughout their lifespan I ask Allah's forgiveness you as well ask him for he is the Ghafoor the Rahman Alhamdulillah <laughs> al-wahid al-ahad al-samad al-ladhi lam yalid wa lam yulad wa lam yakullahu kufuan ahad wa ba'du what are some of the timings we should especially say salat upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Well, obviously the number one timing, and in fact, according to the correct opinion, or I should say the majority opinion, uh, not a time for fiqh here, but still the majority position, it is obligatory in the salah. Your salah will not be accepted if you do not send your salat upon the Prophet sallallahu in the second tashahud, even though there's a controversy amongst the, the fuqaha and the four mothers. But let's just say the majority position, and inshallah the stronger one, it is wajib. You must send salat upon the Prophet sallallahu when you finish your salah. Whether it is sunnah, whether it is nafil, whether it is fard, whatever salah that you are praying, two rak'ah, three rak'ah, four rak'ah, you cannot finish that salah. You cannot finish before the taslim except that you add Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad and the whole salah Ibrahimiyyah. This is according to the correct position. It is a wajib. It is a part and parcel of the salah. As well, when do we say salah? Our Prophet sallallahu instructed us to say the salah every time we do salatul janazah. And we will have a janazah actually today as well. After the second takbirah, we do salah Ibrahimiyyah. As well, during the khutbah, the Friday khutbahs, our fuqaha mentioned that it is a part of the etiquette of the khutbah that the congregation be instructed to say salah as we will do in a few minutes. And this is not something that is coming from me or from any person. This is something that our ummah has done and the sahaba did. And it is a 
a part and parcel of our ritual and culture that we remind the ummah every Friday from every mimbar across every masjid in the world. We remind them to give salah upon the Prophet ﷺ, as we will do in a minute or two. Number four, after the adhan, when we hear the adhan, we are supposed to and expected to say the salah upon the Prophet wasallam. Number five, the day of Friday, which is today. Our Prophet wasallam said, Jumu'ah is the most blessed day of the whole week. So increase on the day of Jumu'ah my salah or your salah unto me. Increase your salah unto me on this day. So especially on the day of Friday, we should be making dua for the salah of the Prophet ﷺ. Number six, any time we raise our hands up to Allah for any dua, it is sunnah, it is mustahab, that a part of that dua, the ending of that dua be, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ala Ali Muhammad. It's not wajib, it's not a rukun, but it is sunnah. Our Prophet wasallam heard somebody make dua, and he said, Oh Allah, give me this. And then he raised his hands down. So the Prophet said, You have been hasty in your dua. The man said, I asked for forgiveness, Ya Rasulullah, how should I make dua? So the Prophet said, Begin the dua by by praising Allah. Begin the dua by alhamdulillah. Then ask what you need to ask and then end the dua with salat upon me. This is the etiquette of how you make dua. It's not wajib. I mean, you can't say Allah not a problem. But especially when you raise your hands up, you're sitting alone, you have time. Why would you be hasty? Praise Allah. Thank Allah. Ask Allah what you want and then conclude with what? With the salah upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Number seven or eight, whatever I'm upon now. Uh, when you are entering and ex- exiting the masjid, when you enter the masjid and when you exit the masjid, you send salat upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Number nine, in any gathering, our Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam encouraged us: in any gathering that you are in, there should be no gathering except that Allah is praised and salah upon the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is invoked. Number ten, whenever his name is mentioned, we say salli ala Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. This is of the etiquettes of our religion. We never just say Muhammad without saying. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It's not of the etiquette of Islam. Our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, the most stingy person is the one who when he hears my name, he does not say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. So whenever we hear the name Muhammad, we immediately say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. So much so even during the khutbah when we're not allowed to talk, the one exception is when the name Muhammad is mentioned, we say Allahumma salli ala Muhammad. That is of the etiquette of the name. And number 11, at any time and any location that it is pure and any place and any posture we are in, we don't have to be standing or sitting. We can send salat lying down in any place in the world as long as it is a pure place. Throughout the night and the day, there is no restriction. Salat upon the Prophet ﷺ is of the highest etiquette and of the greatest rituals and of the most blessed adhkar. The one who does so will increase his love for the Prophet ﷺ and more importantly, the Prophet's love will increase for him. The one who does so will be remembering the best of all the creation and will therefore gain the shafa'ah of our Prophet ﷺ. Therefore, dear Muslims, I remind myself and all of you, do not be stingy. Do not be stingy for the one who is our mercy through Allah and our salvation through Allah and our shafa'ah through Allah. Yes, everything is from Allah, but He has chosen for us our Prophet. He has chosen for us the best of all Prophets and made us from His own 
ummah. So do not be stingy in sending salat and salam upon the one whom Allah has chosen as rahmatan lil alameen. Allahumma inni da'in fa'aminu. Allahumma la tad'alana fi hadhi al-yawmi dhamban illa ghafarta, wala hamman illa farrajta, wala daynan illa qadayta, wala maridan illa shafayta, wala asiran illa yassarta. Allahumma filana wali ikhwanina alladhina sabakuna bil iman, wala taj'al fi qulubina ghillan lilladhina amanu. Rabbana innaka raufur rahim. اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا أو أراد الإسلام والمسلمين بسوء فاشغله بنفسه واجعل تدميره في تدبيره يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله إن الله تعالى أمركم بأمر بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكة قدسه وثلث بكم أيها المؤمنون من جنه وإنسه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وأنعم على عبدك رسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله تعالى يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتائد القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزدلكم ورذك الله تعالى أكبر وأقم السلام لا يزال الخير حيا لا يزال إن في الدنيا سلاما وظلال أخبر الأيام أنها في وصال قم بنا وانظر لآيات الجمال قم بنا وانظر لآيات الجمال